Hey, 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 what's up, you guys? Listen, this has been an amazing vision series, and it, we're just going to continue the party as we are talking about investing in your vision. Now, this is something that's really near and dear to my heart because investing has been one of the most game-changing things for me and my business and understanding how to appropriately invest in my vision according to kingdom principles. And so if you've ever been in that place to where you're like, you know what, I don't know how to invest in my vision or what to be focusing on in this phase of the vision to make an appropriate investment that is truly going to yield a harvest of 30, 60, and 100 fold. We literally talked about the parable of the sower in our prayers for your business when we talked about pressure. And I talked about how when the word fell on, when seed fell on good ground, then it returned a harvest of 30, 60, and 100 fold. And so when we think about that, we want the uh, whatever our, we're doing to be so good, so connected to good ground when we receive it and we want our investments to be placed on good ground so that we literally can see that 30, 60, and 100 fold. And I, this one is going to be good because some of you have been through making some investments but may have experienced some uh, setbacks and some trials along the way. And so we're going to just talk about that and really discuss through some things that you can do to reflect on how to really decide how to vest in, a, in alignment with the vision that God has placed on your heart. So let's go ahead and get ready to get into it. What's up, leader? Welcome to the Gifted Entrepreneur Show the dopest podcast on the planet that explores the world of Christian entrepreneurship and reveals secrets to unlocking your unique codes to create generational wealth. I'm your host, LaDondra Hervey, wife, mom, award-winning author, and Christian business coach who's excited to take you on a transformational journey of taking bold steps to unlock your unique gifts and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams with unwavering faith. Buckle up, it's time to make your dreams of creating generational wealth a reality. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. You like my singing? You like it? Oh my gosh. Y'all, the crazy part about it, is at the time of this recording, it is 8 a.m. And my voice still like crackly like, and I'm up there singing, ayo, ayo, ayo. Like, listen, I hope y'all had a phenomenal Thanksgiving and that you guys were able to really tap in and really enjoy your family because that's what, and friends and really to, celebrate you and all the amazing things that God has done because it's so important. Y'all, we've been in an incredible series talking about 
vision. And I hope that you are starting to get back reignited and reconnected to the vision that God originally placed on your heart because that's the thing that's really going to fuel and ignite your next level of success as you unlock those codes to creating generational wealth it really does start with vision what is that internal picture that god has revealed to your mind about his purpose and plans that he wants you to fulfill here on earth and how well are you showing up and executing on that vision have you gotten lost in the vision and maybe you're not feeling as connected to it and on fire about that vision as you did when you first receive it? Maybe you've been in a place to where you've been feeling defeated and caught up in all the worry, stress and all of that and really are feeling that feeling and sense of unfulfillment because again, you are disconnected to the vision how do you really bridge that gap these are all questions that you really want to sit with and the reason why this series is so important because y'all y'all can can y'all hear my music hey my alarm was trying to wake me up and i'm already up what are we doing here um so anyway the what was i gonna say see the song for my alarm like got me all got me all off because I was I was about to try to sing it anyhow so this is why this vision is really so important in helping you to really unlock that next level of creating generational wealth unlocking the codes to creating generational wealth it really does start with vision because when your vision is clear and it's really connected to Christ and and Father God's heart for your business that's when you'll start to really see good fruit uh, manifested in your life. But one thing that I really want to tap into is really talking about um, us, how to invest in that vision and how to invest in alignment to be really clear about that with the vision that God has placed on your heart. And so I'm going to give you some principles to do that. But before I do, have you left a review? Have you left a review on the show, like a five-star rating and then a positive review that would really be, if you haven't, I want to ask that you would because that your reviews would really bless us and really help us to continue to spread the message of how to unlock the coast to create generational wealth using your God-given gifts and doing it in a way that really represents kingdom principles, taking you out of that position of pressure and helping you to really step into your purpose. And you get to be a seed ambassador with me by helping me to spread the word of this message by just simply going to the bottom, leaving an amazing review and doing a five-star rating. If you have less than five stars, then just don't worry about it. But if you have those five-star ratings in your belly, go ahead and do that. And that will really be a blessing to me as we are continuing to expand our platform and continue to reach uh, women and men across the globe. 
All right. All right. All right. All right. And then the last thing I want to say is, have you registered for the Gifted Place Workshop, the VIP Workshop at that? It is a VIP experience up in this place. And you guys, I'm super excited about the workshop, man. Because, you know, as we're talking about vision, it, yeah, it like, if you really tapped into your God-given gifts and you really know how to bring those forward, it influences your marketing, your brand positioning. It influences the way that you position your offer in the marketplace, how you lead yourself and your team and the clients that you work for work with and partner with and then also it really influences the way that you anchor your company and really set it up for that next level of success and y'all i'm telling y'all this i have a holiday offer going on and right now, I'm offering it at $97. It's a four-hour, as it stands, as it stands, it's a four-hour VIP day. I might add some other ju juicy bonuses to this. I don't know. Or if those bonuses might be additional days, it may be some Voxer drops. I don't know. All I know is you want to get in the room because what I feel bringing my belly is really going to be an amazing catalyst as you are really anchoring yourself down and getting ready for a an amazing 2024 year. Because it's not enough to just have another strategy when you're disconnected and not in alignment with your God-given gifts and you don't know how to use those amazing tools to serve and help people at the highest level of the impact that you've been created to bring here on earth. So join me for that. Literally only $97 craziness. If you know like the level that I work with my clients, you'd be like, what is LaDondra doing? I'm here serving. That's the way that the Lord put it on my heart, but I will be increasing that price. I don't know when. So you just go ahead and jump in while the price is where it is now. And then at $97, and I look forward to seeing you over there. And it includes uh, what our gifted place assessment. So you get your own personal assessment. Um, and we will walk through all of that through the live workshop. Okay, 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 okay. Are we good with that? Are we good with that? Yeah, all right. So let's go on and get into it. Y'all ain't been crunk at 8 a.m. in a minute. Because I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it's because we, we got some amazing things planned for our client today and I'm just already getting in the energy of it uh, and for their event and so hey okay so let's go back to the message at hand which is all about investing in alignment with your vision and so the thing about it is y'all I love investing I'm telling you I really do it's crazy I did not start out like this and wanting and, and loving to invest, I actually started with a very scarcity mar mindset when it came to investing because I was like, I don't, I won't say very scarcity, but I did used to think, okay, like we ain't got that, so how are we gonna make that work, right? And but with something early on in my journey as becoming an entrepreneur, something clicked in me and it shifted in me, and I stopped playing at the level 
of my comfort zone and I started to invest at the level of my calling zone because y'all, as I talked about in the power of vision, I have mentioned that the vision, whatever God, whatever vision God provides, the provision is already included, right? And so we have to be in a place that where we're willing to tap into that at the highest level, because if the place that we came from, the kingdom we come from, there is literally no lack in the kingdom. And so if you are in that place to where you are like, the uh, parable of the talents and you're like that third one and you're operating from fear when it comes to investing you're literally not being a good steward of the things that god has entrusted you with you know in that particular ver uh scriptures it talks about that the kingdom of heaven is like a a a, a farmer who i think it was a farmer or landowner i can't remember right now but it talks about that he went away for a long time, like, but before he was getting ready to go away for a long trip, a long journey, he entrusted his servants with a certain amount of territory, certain amount of money. And what he was looking for is for them, he, he gave to them, first of all, according to their talents, right? And he, which is there, he gave to them according to their abilities. And so he, from there, then the expectation was for them to steward that very well. And part of the steward, you know, as I think about that, he didn't even tell them that he didn't even tell them how to steward that. He just, he didn't even tell them where to steward it. He didn't tell them that, hey, I need you to go put it here, do this, flip this, do that. He didn't tell them none of that. He just gave them the, what they needed. And then he entrusted it them with his property. He entrusted them with his property and gave according to their ability. He didn't even say, listen, I want you to go and multiply this. He didn't say none of that, right? He did not in that scripture or verse that was said in Genesis. But as I recall it, I do not remember him saying that um, to go and multiply this. Don't, don't multiply. He didn't say that. He didn't tell them where. He didn't tell them to go multiply. He didn't say nothing, right? He just entrusted them according to their abilities, right? So there had to be some kind of, as a servant, there were, had to be some type of inherent knowledge and wisdom that he had already put on the inside of him because he's not going to give something that you're not already equipped to handle, right? And so he gave according to how they were equipped to handle it. And the thing about it is like a lot of times we're like, yeah, like I have this big old vision, but I need God to provide. God has already provided. He literally has given us the the entire land and everything thereof. And he left nothing out, left nothing out. He's given us the trees, the land, the grass, the, the birds. We have access to the birds, the bears, the, the sea. We have access to the trees. And just because we have access to it, he's not going to, he, he gave us access, but he didn't say, Hey, you know what? Um, I, you got this tree here and I need you to, I want you to go create a, uh, start a furniture store. He didn't tell me to say all that. Like, 
he gave a court, he entrusted them with property and it was their responsibility to go figure out what to do with that property to, and good stewardship we know is to create a multiplication effect, right? And so to multiply that, which was given. So how are you, first question is, is how are you multiplying that, which has been entrusted to you? What are you doing to create a multiplication effect? How are you investing? And it literally uses the word that the first one he went and invested his talent. He went and invested so that the second one went and invested. The third one went and buried it. And many of us are going and we are like that third when we're burying our talent, our abilities out of fear and instead of taking what God has given us and putting it in the appropriate places so that we can see a return, a multiplied return on investment. And so let's talk about a few things and ways in how um, I, I want to cover a few ways in how you want to be thinking when it comes to investing in alignment with the vision. And then I also want to, as I'm going along, I'm going to be dropping some nuggets of wisdom to really kind of help you to get in a investor's mindset, according to kingdom principles. Because if you really look at, and I'll start there, if you really look at all the stories that's in the Bible, literally you have stories in the Bible that's going just like, just consistently and it's talking about like how people can be in their situations. They're like, you know what? There's a story in the Bible where it was talking about the a lady and she was like, hey, she went and reached out to a prophet. And when she went and reached out to a prophet, she's like, hey, prophet, like we need your help because this is going to be the last meal that we eat before we die. And the prophet was like, all right, I got you. I hear you here's what I need you to do would go, go take that last meal, that last meal, cook me up that meal, cook me up that meal. Let me eat good of that meal. And, um, here's the strategy that we're going to take, you know, for you to, for you to get to your next level Ugh, craziness, right? Well, the thing about those kind of situations is that why would, you know, when you think about that, why would it be, asked of her to give something that she is perceiving as her very last for it to be something that she is she can create an increase from right well the thing about it is that according to kingdom principles we want to that if you really look at that story at a deeper level really what the prophet was doing was brought, driving out scarcity thinking and bondage mindsets and literally the Lord has been trying, been working on us in doing that since way back off in, um, Exodus when even way back in Genesis, cause Adam and Eve had scarcity thinking they thinking they don't have. And that's why, you know, Eve ate the apple. She's trying to go after something that she already had. And then the Egyptians before he could, the Egyptians, the Israelites, he had to drive Israel out of them and, and their thinking, their behaviors and all of that for them to truly step into that promised land. 
And then even when they stepped in the promised land, there was still scarcity thinking and lack. And he's like, you know, yo, like I've been providing for y'all, like what's going on here. And you're still scared to step out, do the things that I'm asking of you to really step into this promised land and to really flourish in this promised land. And so with that example, he was driving out scarcity thinking, this is not your last meal because where you come from, the, the God you serve, he's already provided for you everything that you need. And so I just want to drive out the, the lack mentality because when the lack mentality is driven out, then you can experience the next level of success, prosperity. You can see what really is available to you. And you guys, that's the same for us when it comes to our businesses. A lot of times we're saying, hey, I want to invest at, I want a new, I want a new storefront. I want to be able to invest in this coaching program, but the, the prices are out of my league. Oh, I want to be able to hire a team member, but I can't afford that. I've had all of those excuses and I will tell you I've invested even then because I didn't invest from a lack standpoint. I invested, I didn't even invest from what I had in my bank account because my bank account didn't support the vision that God had laid in my head. Hire a new team member. Like hire a new team member with what? What? Yeah, I where 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 where, where we do that at? And I, I want you to invest in this uh program six thousand dollars and i want you to go to arizona to participate in that program and you're gonna have to roll pennies to get there and you're gonna have to sleep in your car the very last night and but you know what none of those things was an obstacle for me because i was investing my time my talent my treasure with the understanding so here's the first breakthrough that you get from all the things that I just told you, the first breakthrough that you need to understand when it comes to investing in alignment with the vision God has placed on in, in your heart is that all the resources here on earth and everywhere else, it belongs to God. We, it, it, He is the owner of all the resources, all, all. It's not your money. It's not your money. And so when you can truly understand that it's not your money, it's money that you've been entrusted with, just as we see in that parable of the talents, he literally uses the word, this is money. I went away and he went away on a long trip and he entrusted them with his money according to their abilities. But when he came back, he wanted to see a return on what he had entrusted to them. He wanted to see a return on that trust fund. And so when we can understand that it's not our money, we can also understand that it's our responsibilities as, as managers of, the, of that money to make wise decisions. And part of making wise decisions is that we don't. So here's uh, the second thing that I want you to write down. So if you know that it's not your money, then you know that you don't get to keep it and hoard it and bury it and do what you want to do with it because there's an expectation on those funds. And so the third one, he thought it was, he, he, he got afraid and he made a poor decision and buried it and really didn't manage that which was interested to him. And so the thing about that is that we understand if it's not our money, 
then it's not ours to hoard. It's not ours to keep. It's not ours to decide how we want to use it or not use it. And when I say that, like you, again, he gives us, he never told them how to go do it, but he did, he did entrust it to him. And the expectation with it was that there would be a return on that. And so we get to decide how and what's going to be the best ways and the best methods to invest it. Right. And so that's going to require some wisdom. It's going to require you to do some due diligence, but it's also, it requires a leader's mindset, uh, a mind, uh, uh, a high level manager's mindset to say, you know what, this is not mine. So as a good servant, how can I go out and make this money principle to work for me, not me go work for the money. But I mean, where can I invest this money so that it will work for me? And so a lot of times, so write that down. How can I invest this money so it will work for me? Because see, a lot of times, and, and when it works for me, it's working for the vision, working towards the vision that God has given you. And I keep saying a lot of times and I got to the point, but here's the thing. Many times we are, we get the money and we we go to work for money we go to work for money instead of we receiving money and causing and, and allowing investing money so money can work for us that is a total mindset shift that needs to take place and so if you're not you're feeling like hey i'm not seeing a multiplication effect in my business right now it's probably because you keep going to work for money you're steady going to work for money. You have an employee mindset. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Um, and, and you're like taking on all this stuff instead of thinking, how, how do I need to invest that which God has given me so this can work for me and create a multiplication effect? And so when you're making those investments in you getting ready, you're hiring a book writing coach, which I wrote, I hired a book writing coach because number one, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I wanted to make sure that the book was written in excellence. And so for me, excellence is when I, when we say excellence around here, that is as unto God, like I am doing things as unto God. And so I don't want to put no half stuff out. That's not representing the 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 message with excellence to make the impact the greatest impact for the readers and i also wanted to collapse time because i know that i know i like i don't know what there's no day that's promised to me or in you and so i want to make sure that i'm being effective with time and so i'm like you know i can write this book it could take me three two, four years, or I can write on my own and it may not be my best representation because there's so many things about the book writing process that's just not my strength, but writing it and really putting my story out on paper, that yes, got it. However, the organization of it, the structure of it really uh, putting that message together in a way to where it really is going to grab the reader and make the highest level of impact. Hiring a coach really helped me to do that. 
investing in a coach. So that was me putting my dollars to work for me. So now this is something that's already created. I don't have to go back and rewrite a book. It's already written. And so from that investment, every book I sell, that's a multiplication effect that is from that one investment. My money is working for me and I'm not working for money because the work is already done. Do you see what I'm saying? So when you hire a coach, you are, you're not think you're, it's not like, well, let me go to work and let me go do all the things. No, you're hiring a coach. You're making an investment in a coach to make your money work for you and the vision that you have put there. And part of that, how it's working for you is it's collapsing decades into months, months into weeks, weeks into days. And the things that take them 20 years, you get to collapse time and really benefit from their expertise. Literally, y'all, I had a hour session with someone. It was an hour and a half session with uh, a client and craziness, craziness. Within that hour and a half, she received just so much wisdom that I know for sure when apply is going to collapse this entire year for her, the entire rest of this year and really going off into her 2024 year. So from the this, this year all the way off into this 2024 year, just within that time. But the reason why is because I've been in this, I've been in a game doing this consistently, investing in myself my mis and the, the mistakes I've made and the actual high level coaching programs that I've been in and my uh, uh, traditional education and just all of this and my experience in working with clients. That was me in an hour and a half. She got that collapsed time and now she just have to go and execute on that. That's how you're allowing your money to go to work for you. And that is a mindset shift, okay? So those are two things that I just want you to keep as anchoring principles. So here's some questions now, cause I want you to do the work. I want you to do the work. You ready to do the work? Okay, so here's some questions when you're thinking about how to in invest in alignment with the vision. You want to be thinking about, okay, what phase are you in your, uh, with the vision? Where are you with the vision, right? And I told you that the vision is released in phases and you need to see like, where are you? This is one we covered the last podcast. Where are you according to those phases? And so at each phase, ask the Holy Spirit. This is the question you get to ask, uh, when you are revisiting that, you need to ask the Holy Spirit, who do I need to become to lead at this level or phase of the vision? That's a good question, right? Not what do I need to do? Who do I need to become? Because when you think about who you need to become, that it influences the things that you need to do, who you need to partner with, collaborate with, rather it's hiring a team member whether it is hiring a coach or a mentor, a consultant, whatever that is, whether it's that you need to invest in that course, read that book, or you need to slow things down. Who do I need to become to lead at this level or phase of the vision? And then I want you to ask yourself the next question. 
Who do I see reflecting that consistently in the marketplace? These to start giving you some templates to kind of look out and see. So say for instance, you're like, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to create a million dollar business, a multi-million dollar business. Actually, I want a billion dollar enterprise. And so that's why my biggest mentor is that I is that I just really tap in deep is um Tyler Perry, but then also Dr. Miles Monroe, because their practices and their heart for, for Christ is just impeccable. And so they are impeccable examples. And so I also look at other people who are creating, who have already created what I'm striving to or, or aspiring to is I'm not striving for anything what I'm aspiring to working towards and so who do I see consistently that's the key word consistently reflecting that in the marketplace then I ask what can I learn from them to become who do I who I need to be so I write that down what can I learn from them to become who I need to be the really cool part about that is the times that I've made investments in my the vision that God has placed in my heart is I'll come and I'll think that I need to learn something tangible or tactical like me learning a new funnel or me learning how to do something real businessy. I don't know. I can't think of nothing right now because I, I just came. It's early in the morning. Ta-da. But what I but what I find, I'll write that thing down. But I'll what I found is that when I get into that experience, God was wooing me into that experience for a different reason. And most of the time, it's for me to see they're behind the scenes. It's for me to see how they're leading from behind the scenes. It's for me to see the inf infrastructure that they've created behind the scenes with their team, their programs, processes, operations. Who they're being, is it integrity? In integrity with the things that they're saying, and outward facing, it and all of those things have really influenced the way that I've positioned myself. It wasn't about me going and trying to duplicate their program, but more so about me really understanding the different mindsets, the different infrastructure strategies, that would help me to level up into that phase of my vision. And so sometimes when you not clear on that, you can make an investment and you'll be like, man, I ain't seen no return on investment. Like this sucks. And they are like, they didn't do what they promised, but that might've not been the promise that God wanted you to come in into it for that. Their promise is what wooed you into it. But the Holy spirit wooed you into it for another reason and it wasn't about the practical side of it but it was about you really understanding the things that would grow you into becoming that leader and to have to grow you into really having dominion in your area of influence and you needed that ne next level of exposure to understand how to do that according to your assignment 
or how not to do that according to how you're seeing things being done. And I've had both lessons and both were very valuable lessons that I needed in order to grow my business. And so you got all those questions, right? You got one, you got two, you got three. Now we are working on four. You want to ask, you to ask the question by investing in this program or process, what do I expect from it? What's my intention? By investing in this program or process, what do I expect from it? What's my intention? You guys, when you work with us, these are the type of things that we help you do. We help you to really become the person who's ready to create generational wealth. We help you to shift your mindsets at, from just doing to really getting into a place of being because when you can be step into a level of being and your kingship and your lordship and really operating from that ruler mindset then it positions you to really walk in the authority and the power that God has given you and you're able to manifest the glory of God on earth in your business in miraculous ways to see just miraculous results in your client's life and your own life and your the the impact that you're making in the marketplace it's crazy and so what we do is help you to release layers that are really in the way of you triumphant getting being triumphant into becoming the leader that you've been called to be and there's so many things that we have to heal from from the world systems and the patterns that we've been conforming to and really breaking those patterns and what i found is that a lot of the healing in that uh, and to create the beginning parts of that healing is by creating a, an awareness and we create an awareness by the questions that we're asking of ourselves and sitting within ourselves to say, to do a soul look to take a look within our soul to set your mind will and, emo and, and emotions to say you know what where am i really because a lot of times when we don't do this work when we don't do this work, we're working against the vision. We'll find ourselves accidentally working against the vision and sabotaging our efforts and not making the right investments because we haven't done the work. And so if our soul is not on board, which is, which is the go between between our spirit and our body, if our soul is not on board, that's the one that tells that that's going to say, you know what spirit, I don't want to listen to you. Or you know what body, I don't want to go with your plan or whatever the case is. If the soul is not on board and you're battling in your spirit, your spirit man is saying, Hey, this vision is good. It's of God. Your soul is like, Hey, I don't got the money for that. I don't got the time for that. I don't feel like I'm adequate enough for that. So then now that's where the battle is. And so you're not going to do the things required for you to step into that next level. And when you tell your soul that your will, you're going to, your will is going to fight against doing higher level vision work, like investing and putting your work, your money to work for you. And it's going to go into the body and the body's going to be like, you know what? Let me look at my bank account. 
And let me see what my bank account is suggesting for me to do. When you do that, you're in a scarcity mindset because the reverse should be happening. You agree the when you're really not walking in that scarcity mindset, you agree in the spirit that this vision is good. You line yourself up by becoming the person who's ready to walk in the power and the authority of that vision. And then you, then you go and you ask powerful questions and those powerful questions direct the body to go and find the resources that's already been given and that's already available to you. It directs it to go find it. And when it can't be found with the natural eye, then we get to tap in to another spiritual level when partner with the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to open up our eyes to see what we can't see and to, to give us what we can't to do for us, not to do for us what we can't, what we can't do. You, then this is what a true partnership looks like. And so these questions is the, the soul work. It's the work that you need to do in order for you to truly invest at the next level. And these questions also help you to see where is your greatest pain points? Because you get to see by asking, who do I need to become? You get to see what is that greatest pain point that I'm experiencing in my business right now as, as it relates to the phase of the vision that I'm in. What do I need to learn, know, or do? And so then you just drill down question to question and that's literally what we're doing. So now, I want you to ask this question. These are just drilling down. What is the 10X return on this for me personally? Beyond what they sold me on. So you get to see what their package promise is. And then you get to go down and drill deeper and say, you know what? How does this, this program or this offer really, how is it really going to help me to 10X? And become the person who's ready to walk in the fullness of the vision God has given me at this phase. What that's going to do is it's going to shift how you operate in that program. Because see, if you go into it based on what they said, you can set yourself up for failure. But if you go on in it with an intention already set and you understand how what the 10x return you're looking for, you'll find that, it, like I said, it's way deeper than that. It's about getting that next level of exposure, tapping into a room of a different level of thinking, a different level of being, a different level of positioning, understanding their infrastructures, understanding what's good and what's not, under, getting a deeper level of understanding. And then you get to apply those type of things to your business and say, hey, and to your vision and say, hey, you know what? This is the level I want to serve at. Here's how I want to. Uh, create the infrastructure for my business here or, or my book or my program or my membership or me in serving my real estate clients or me really working at and speaking at, you know, these summits and conferences and positioning my podcast and just all of that. What is the 10x return for me? Is it in the, it can be, and I'm just going to remind you, is it, you can say is to tap into the behind the scenes of their program, their processes, their member operations, team management, tap into the frequency of their mindset and how they think about things to create results in their life. 
their business, their team, their operations, their programs, their pricing. You can also be tapping into it, which I had to make a really high investment for this one to see that what you already have in your hand is already good. Oh my God. Yes, ma'am. That one right there. Y'all, I had to, I, I didn't have to do nothing. So let me change my language. I chose to make a five-figure investment. And I thought that I was going in for a promise thing from their package promise. And literally what the Lord had in mind for me, you like this voice, was for me to discover that what I already had in my hand, that it was good. That I didn't need to compare myself to nobody else that I was perceiving that was more experienced than me, more qualified than me, more their infrastructure was better than mine. So surely I can't charge the prices that I want to charge. Surely their team is better than mine because they have they have invested millions of dollars into them. Surely their processes are better because they have more money than I do. Surely. And surely enough, God had another plan in mind. He said, let me open up the door to the palace and let me let me let you see. That what I've already put on the inside of you and what I've already created, that it is already good. So go, girl, go. And stop playing with what I've entrusted you with. Stop dimming your light and get out here and make a huge impact. And the reason why I have you charging the prices that I have you charging is because I'm driving out scarcity thinking from my daughters and sons. Because I want them to rise up to the level of kingship that I originally intended. I don't want them to be a slave to money. Money is not their master. I want them to understand that when they make these types of investments in themselves, that they are lording over money and money is not lording over them. And that's a paradigm shift that many of you need to make in your life and businesses. And it's the thing that's holding you back. You're consulting money and not consulting Father God and remembering who you are. And in your citizenship, that it, 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 uh, provision is already built into your citizenship. It's already been given to you. It's already provided for, you got to tap in. It didn't, in the Bible, it, it talks about that there's two gods. Hey, there's either, and, and, and those two gods, listen, 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 listen. It didn't say, it didn't say that it's Satan and, and um, it didn't say Satan and, um, in Jesus or whatever. I forget how it is. My mind is is drawing a blank right now for some reason, but I got you. Hold on. So, uh, let me look it up. Give me a moment. One moment. Let me look it up. You ready for the rewrite? Here we go. Matthew 6 and 24 says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and and money.
So he didn't say the masters was God and the devil. He said the masters is and you get to choose your master, God, or money. And so many of us, when we are in that scarcity mindset and we're allowing money to lord over us, we have made money our master and, and not God our master. And you guys, if you're there, I just really want to just speak into you right now and i just want to remind you that you truly are a kingdom citizen and that everything that god has already given you the vision he's given you he's already provided for that vision all the resources all the time you need all the money you need all the people that you need everything that you need it's already built into the vision I'm going to be like Mufasa on the Lion King, the daddy, when he was telling the daddy was the king and he was telling his son who was up next to be king. He was running away from his kingship and living less than living in a position in a state way less than what where he's supposed to be in walking in his kingship. The very first words he told him is that. You have so forgotten me and you have forgotten who you are. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. When it comes to investing in alignment with the vision God has placed in your heart, remember the country that you come from. Remember that this, from that you're operating from the system of the kingdom of heaven. You don't have to seek your purse and let your purse tell you what you, in your bank account, tell you what you can and can't do. Seek first the kingdom and all of his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of heaven, the principles of heaven, the government of heaven, the Lord of heaven. Seek first God, not your money. Ask for what you need in alignment for what you need. And it's not about asking for money. And that's why a lot of times that our prayers are not being answered is because we're asking for money. Solomon never asked for money. The richest man that ever lived never asked for money. He asked for wisdom. So right now, I'm asking that you would tap in and that you will remember that you have available to you the wisdom that you need in order for you to make the investments to see the vision through fully. All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is remember who you are and remember whose you are. Remember who you're connected to. Tap in. Say, Father God, he said, ask me for wisdom and I will give it to you freely. Father God, I need wisdom to 
know what what that next step is, what this next phase is, how to walk into this next phase. Father God, I need wisdom to know how to tap in to this next level of growth. Lord, I need wisdom on where you on how to hire this next team member. Lord, I need wisdom on where I need to to tap in to be able to find the resources uh, to invest at this next level. Lord, I need wisdom. Not, Lord, I need money. I need wisdom. Open up my eyes to problem solve and see. Open up my eyes to the resources that's already available to me. Open up my eyes to the partnerships that are available to me. Open up my eyes to my own creativity so that I can tap in at a deeper level. Open up my eyes to see. Y'all, we have talked about a lot and I'm hitting you in a lot of mindset. So, and all of this is deep. So you're going to need to go back. So I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to stop this program and I pray that this has been phenomenal to you. Because I literally, I, I know, I'm not just, I'm not saying this from a place of arrogance. I'm saying this from a place of conviction and knowing because I've walked this in my own life and my own journey and I am continually seeing just the manifestations of God's glory in my life and in my business. And the really cool part about that is when we talk about generational wealth, I'm seeing the tr the transference of generational wisdom being passed down from me to my children. And then you go, you know what, byproduct, I'm gonna see that come through my children to my children's children. And man, that's some powerful, just generational wealth right there. Because see, we think that generational wealth is all about the money. Generational wealth is the wisdom passed down, the right wisdom, wisdom that's in alignment with Father God's heart, his principles, his kingdom. That's passed down from generation to generation. That's why the Bible has been passed down from generation to generation to generation. It wasn't that money was passed down from generation. It's wisdom. This It's the wisdom that's in those words that's being passed down from generation to generation. And how we execute on that wisdom, that's that's a, a sec, another part of that transference that we get to pass into our children's children. Because they see how well, not how well we read, but how well we applied the word of God they were able to witness that we wasn't just a hearer of the word, but we were literally a doer of the word. And we walked in our kingship and we did it as kings and not as slaves. We were set free from slavery when Jesus died on the cross for us. We were set free when we accepted him in our heart as, as, as our Lord and Savior. We were set free from all of the strategies of the enemy when we made him our lord our king the lord over our life our king we were set free and we were put back into our rightful position as kings so let's act as such i love you and i hope to see you at the workshop don't forget the vip workshop go in the bio and you'll get all the information till next time bye did that episode feel juicy or what? If so, please do me a favor and take 30 seconds to write a review. 
Your review helps us to spread the mission of creating generational wealth around the world. And if you tag me on IG stories, I'll be sure to reshare the love. And don't forget to join our Kingdom Collaborators Network, where we're coming together to intentionally collaborate to grow our business. Until next time, remember, for with Christ, nothing is impossible.